Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the She Can Sister series with myself, Mayameen. I am a convert to Islam, a specialist in psychological trauma, and the founder of She Can Consultancy, bringing you the She Can Sisters series. Um, a series, I guess, of different topics that I've done as a public speaker across the years, um, as well as interviews with sisters. So, today's topic is actually called Enjoin Good, Forbid Evil. So I was actually asked um, a long time ago to do this topic. Um, and as always, when I asked to speak, I break out in hives, um, waiting for the topic to be sent. But with this topic, um, enjoying good, forbid evil, my first thoughts were, subhanAllah, that's a topic with a huge scope. I mean, let's just look around our current society, everywhere we go, we see good and we see evil. So I got thinking and around in circles, I kept wondering, where could I take this? How could I reduce it? Because, you know, we are fully aware Islamically, this is our code of conduct. We aim to do good, to do good deeds and to forbid the evil. To inshallah, please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and enter the jinnah. So as the weeks went on and I was writing about this topic, I was still thinking how I could break it down. And then, subhanAllah, something happened. A situation that just totally summed up the title. Now, we know, you know, as Muslims, alhamdulillah, that we have to be constantly in a state of dhikr, in the remembrance of Allah. And to seek protection from the whisperings of shaitan, but we also have to seek protection against ourselves. We have to firstly start with ourselves, our own actions and our own mindset and take responsibility because we're also living in a society where the evil is so easy to succumb to that these days it's actually harder to find the good. And I read the following, the hypocrites, both men and women are all alike. They enjoin what is evil, forbid what is right. And they are niggardly when it comes to spending for the cause of God. They have forgotten God. So he has forgotten them. The hypocrites are the distracted ones. And that's in Quran chapter 9 verse 67. SubhanAllah. They enjoin what is evil. They forbid what is good or right. And the situation that I encountered was exactly this. And this is where we have to really stop, sisters. We have to stop and look at ourselves and look at what we are doing, our actions. Because just like the situation I found myself in, I am sure, sisters, every day you come across it. And it goes a little bit like this. Okay, so just imagine you're sitting with your sisters, you're having a coffee and a chat, and alhamdulillah, um, before you've set off to this wonderful sisters gathering, your intentions were pure, they were clear for the sake of Allah to enjoy in good, good company, um, to be in the remembrance of Islam, um, you know, Allah and Islam and the deen. So you're sitting with your sisters in Islam, and during the conversation, a sister says, oh, did you know that sister so-and-so said so-and-so about so-and-so. 
And then, now, the ears stand up, the sisters gather round, but you, you know that you set out not to enjoin in any evil, backbiting, gossiping, slandering, and so you walk away, alhamdulillah. The next time you go to your sister's gathering, um, you go for your meetup, and the same scenario, but this time round, you just listen to what's being said about your fellow sister in Islam. You're not really enjoying in the evil, says shaitan's whisperings. You're just listening. Not walking away like you did before, but you're listening. Alhamdulillah. You see, the listener to backbiting is the same as the backbiter, said by Imam Ali. May Allah have mercy upon him. So, next week, same gathering, same sisters, same scenario. But guess what? Yeah. Same discussion, only this time the shaitan's whispering encourages you to not just listen, but to actually nod, maybe in agreement with the, what the sisters are saying about this other sister, and boof, slowly you are in. You're enjoying what is evil and forbidding what is good. Astaghfirullah. You see, it's so easy to do as well, sisters, when we're in this comfort zone of meeting and gathering together. And, you know, it starts out with really good intentions, alhamdulillah. And then that backbiting, that talking about somebody else just starts to come in. You see, we have to look at ourselves. We have to take responsibility and we have to constantly remind ourselves. Because just as we set out with those good intentions to enjoy in the good, we are so weak, subhanAllah. And the evil can come in at any single time and so if today we find ourselves to be more righteous than before we have to remember that yesterday we were lacking and we should focus on the greatness of Allah we all have weaknesses subhanAllah we all need forgiveness you know we, we we're constantly picking out flaws of others but when we do that then our focus is on others and so we know the dunya and all its entrapments that can weaken our actions. So we have to start taking that responsibility of ourselves and strengthen our mind and our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, and you know, you already have all these resources. You already know what your weaknesses are. Um, you know, and it's really important that we, we take with that the practical because it's ultimately your actions which will get you the result you want. And our result, sisters, is to enter the gates of Jannah. So how do we kind of enhance our enjoying the good? So firstly, we have to consider our prayers. Our beloved Prophet Muhammad said that on the day of judgment, a slave will be questioned about his prayers first. If his prayers are good, his other deeds will be good too. And if his prayers are bad, his other deeds will be bad too. And that was in Tabanu. So, you know, we know we need to put our energy into it. I know too well myself, busy, working, mums, that we can slack at times. We're only human, alhamdulillah. However, ikama means to straighten something. So when we pray in congregation, the, the, we, we straighten the rows. You know, you're always hearing the imam, come close, come closer, shoulder to shoulder, side by side, straighten the rows, straighten your prayers. So we make sure that we're lined up perfectly. And this is the same 
with our prayers, we have to perfect them. We have to focus on perfecting our positions in record, in sujood, focus on the letters. This will also then enhance our minds. And that is something that we forget, that when we are actually in prayer, we're, we're kind of enhancing our brains and our minds. We're training ourselves again to perfect, to stand, to focus, to get clarity. So this is really important because even when we're in prayer, our minds wonder during prayer. I mean, come on, Allah, subhanAllah, you know, we can't deny the fact that, you know, you're standing up in prayer and you, you get in there and you, toof, yeah, this is it. And then whoosh, your mind's off to it. Did I turn the potatoes off? Did I close the back door? No, I'm sure. Anyway, yeah, back to prayer. So it's about perfecting, perfecting the positioning of the prayer, but also perfecting the mind to the prayer. Secondly, we've got our good deeds. You know, a good acts are going to be put forth for the next life, subhanAllah. And this is what we should be focused on, especially when we are in these these situations that can easily lead us astray. And you know, and we're all guilty of it. If you plan a future project, you work hard on planning it. You know, you you make sure it goes right. You don't start planning something so it can go wrong, right? So just as we would plan for the future, plan for buying a house, plan for our wedding, plan for our kids, plan for our um, career, our university, whatever it is, we need to plan for the deen so that we get it right. We need to plan our good deeds to put forward for the hereafter. And, and if it does go wrong, then we just reflect, we repent and we renew, we rectify it, which then brings to the final tip. You know, again, from episode one is about taking account. You know, this is not something that's going to take long, but we need to do it because we are weak human beings. And an action that we did yesterday that we may feel bad about, we're going to slip again and we're going to do it again. So if we're not constantly in, you know, self-awareness and accountability, then we're just going to keep slacking all the time. So... You know, I talked in, in episode one, if you've listened to episode one about taking account, you know, evening time, fragile time, making your du'as, setting your intentions right, looking back to see how your day has turned out, did it go the way that you had planned? And, and you know, subhanAllah, this already starts our day so, day so much later and it keeps our hearts really steadfast, which is imperative so that we can try to prevent the evil from the day. You know, it, it's, it is literally a challenge to work harder to prevent gossiping and backbiting and the like. You know, we, we just, we're just so full of, of that, that, inshallah, I really pray, you know, the doing this and that repentance and that looking back and that reflecting and that taking account for who you are and, and perfecting your prayers to perfect your mind will actually open the heart to change and goodness. And this is the t then the time to set your goals, your plans, your intentions. You know, I said this in episode one, then, then at night, you know, go back and reflect on that and sit for a few minutes and just take a ta take account of, you know, did, did I actually sit in that, that uh, sister's gathering and did, did I wander? Did I slip? Did I make a mistake? You know, you don't have to punish yourself, sisters, for things that have happened throughout the day, but you just have to be a little bit consciously aware of it so that, inshallah, next time you can walk away from it again quicker than you may have done before. And more than likely, when you start to reflect this, of course, the shaitan is going to bring all the negative back in. But as I said in episode one, when you're doing your um, accountability of an evening, 
you let it go. You seek forgiveness for your sins created that day and then just renew your intentions. You know, subhanAllah, we're so hard on ourselves. Every day is a new day to make a change and to be better. Alhamdulillah, that's what a new day is for. So the more we add this kind of taking account into our daily routine, the better, inshallah, we will become as Muslims. Then again, you just focus on, you know, focus on the real sense of motivation. Um, you know, I was thinking about this just a few days ago, subhanAllah, how we're so hard and our hearts can be so hardened from this dunya and our intentions are so pure. We really want to, you know, give our best to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But it's really, you know, we have to kind of like create these exercises to work well, to be able to obtain a real sense of motivation, to center our focuses on our creator, you know, the only one who we actually need and the only one who actually brings us comfort. And sometimes it's not easy for us, you know, especially, you know, I'm talking about myself foremost, sisters, you know, as a convert to Islam, some of these things are so challenging, you know, changing the mindset, changing the conditioned behaviors, changing the things that we're so used to doing. So by taking account and kind of like closing your eyes and taking that responsibility, you really, really become more self-aware to who you are as a person and to who you want to be as a person. And just challenge the thoughts that, you know, can't, you know, make you feel like, oh, I, I shouldn't have done that and I shouldn't be that and I shouldn't do that. And just challenge them because at the end of the day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that we, we are his, his tribe of sinners, you know. The underlying thing is that, you know, the action has to increase in the tent for the intention of the good deed. Underlying every behavior is it's kind of like a positive the intention is always there it can sometimes be very hard to understand why people behave in often the bizarre destructive ways that that they do but what would like you know let's think about what would cause somebody to drink excessively or sabotage their relationship or act aggressively towards others they enjoy in the evil when we know the consequences and we know the wrath of of allah yet it's human behavior you know, and human behavior is, is not random. There's always a purpose or a reason. So there could possibly have been like a, a positive intention behind it, which arises when the behavior is first established. Sometimes a positive intention is, is far from obvious, sisters, you know, and that's because it's operating, as is often the case, out of conscious awareness. So let me give you an example of what I'm trying to say. You know, many people, you know, let's, let's say they, they smoke, right? Let's just use that one because it's the most common one. You know, we see people, Muslims, non-Muslims, everybody, you know, having smoking. And, and sometimes they start at a very, very young age. Now, maybe that's in order to feel grown up. Maybe it's to impress their friends, peer pressure at school, whatever it may be. And many years later, they find it hard to stop because although the situation has changed, the part responsible is still active. So we would then look at look at like various techniques to change, to discover the positive intention of a behavior and to try to find the alternative way of satisfying it. So this involves the reflection on those situations that you also find yourself in and then learning to find ways to deal with them. We can look at things such as removing ourselves from the situation, cutting back on things, you know, um, why were 
the Sahaba so great? Because they followed the greatest Sunnah of the Prophet which was preferring the Akhira over the dunya, looking and wishing and wanting paradise, knowing that the dunya is not the place to be fulfilled. SubhanAllah. So when we spend a long time with someone, you know, when we sit with the sisters for too long, this is when we can open ourselves to gossiping and backbiting and slandering and basically just idle talk. And it's for all of us, you know. There was um, the uh, Tamendi who, who well, he narrated that when man wakes up in the morning each day, all parts of the body warn the tongue, saying, fear God as regards us, for we are at your mercy. If you are upright, we will be upright. And if you are crooked, we become crooked. Subhanallah. This clearly shows the evil that we can do with our tongue. That tiny bit of flesh that's in our mouths, it puts the rest of our body in a state of fear every single day that we wake up. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from our own tongues. Ameen. And so with this kind of like immensely reflective part of, of who we are as a person, I will bring, bring this to a close, inshallah. I sincerely hope that we can together take responsibility of our actions in this dunya so they can benefit our hearer, that we can change our mindsets by working on straightening our prayers, planning our good deeds, taking account of our days and making that time and that effort to change the mindset and the behavioural patterns with just closing, reprogramming and looking at our thoughts that we do not succumb to the evil and that we enjoy in more good inshallah and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us for our sins allow us the chance to seek forgiveness and purify our hearts may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy on our souls and grant us a place in Jannah al-Fadrus and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala our Lord of the worlds accept it from me from you and from here on for us all Amin. How perfect you are, O oh Allah, and I praise you. None has the right to be worshipped except you, and I seek the forgiveness and turn to you in repentance. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.